everyone, I'm Russ Lulette from PipesAndCigars.com and welcome to PNC's Talking Tobacco Live. Um, it, it was a little, uh, a little too hot uh, last week, but it's uh, had a nice cool down and, uh, and that's welcome. Um, uh, but I, I got a fair amount of sun for a little while there. Uh, and we're kind of gearing up here. Um, last week, they started tearing up the street in front of uh, my house uh, because last year they had installed new gas lines. And so the, the street wound up being like a patchwork quilt. Um, you know, they dug for the, the gas lines and then they patched it over and, um, the, the, uh, street was looking pretty rough right now. We've got, uh, fresh pavement out there and, uh, it, it looks nice and it's so much quieter too when cars drive by, but, um, uh, that's kind of disrupted the neighborhood and then, uh, come Friday, uh, the neighborhood gets disrupted even further. Uh, for those of you who um, aren't familiar with Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, um, for uh, a good long time, yeah, Bethlehem was primarily known as the home of Bethlehem Steel. And... Um, many of the uh, skyscrapers in cities around the country uh, used beams that, that were produced by Bethlehem Steel. Uh, and when uh, foreign steel became so much cheaper, um, the business dropped off uh, to the point where Bethlehem Steel shut their operations here. Um, but for, for, I'd say around a century, um, it was the heart and soul of, uh, of the city. Unlike a lot of, uh, cities that have had similar situations with industries basically abandoning, um, the, the cities, uh, either because they could no longer be competitive for one reason or another. Uh, or because the business changed and uh, the operations shrunk. Um, Bethlehem recovered uh, a lot quicker. Uh, certainly part of that was the um, was when the Sands Casino uh, was built here. And uh, that is now the Wind Creek. Uh, casino, but it is one of the highest grossing casinos in, in the Commonwealth. And, um, and so that, that certainly helped drive things. And then the downtown areas revitalized with a lot of uh, small eateries um, and shops selling uh, items that you wouldn't be able to find in a big box store. Um, and I'm very fortunate in that regard that I'm only a 10-minute walk 
from the downtown area. So I can go down there. I have a choice of 15 to 20 restaurants if I want to get a bite to eat. Um, there's a shop with um, uh, olive oils. Uh, some of them have been flavored and some of them have been aged and they also carry uh, a number of different types of vinegars, like they have a, uh, a balsamic vinegar down there that uh, has blood orange flavor in it. Um, outstanding for, for making a, uh, a vinaigrette for a salad. And they also have a cheese department. And there's a bunch of other really nice stores, including the longest continuously operating uh, bookshop in the United States, the Moravian Bookshop. Um, and it's it's a nice place to live. In fact, uh, it was just uh, named, uh, I think it was the New York Times, uh, named it to be one of the 100 best cities to live in. So it's a wonderful place. And it's also the Christmas city, uh, of course, based on the name. And uh, they really go all out. There are um, vendors who come in for the Christmas season. They have huts set up uh, in the downtown area. Uh, we have uh, the Chris Kindle Mark, uh, which is, again, a, a bunch of local vendors getting together to celebrate crafts, but it's very large. And... Um, one of the things, though, that Bethlehem is um, best known for uh, is Music Fest. Music Fest is held in about five different locations throughout the city uh, for 10 days in August every year. And there, there's music, a lot of free shows. Uh, music all over the city, and then there are big acts on the uh, big stage uh, down near the Wind Creek Casino. So it's a, a really fun time for a lot of people, uh, but not for me or for Gretchen, because since we're only a few blocks away from the downtown area where one of the stages is, people will come in um, when things start up around six o'clock, they'll show up around five o'clock. And because they don't wanna pay for parking, they go to the side streets uh, that are near the downtown area and park. And so if I get out of work, at uh, five and I'm not home until 5.30, odds are pretty good I'm gonna have to park two or three blocks away from my house to be able to uh, to get home. So um, I don't look forward to it from that regard, but uh, I will be uh, giving a hand to um, our sister company um, because in the downtown area, there is a Cigars International store. And, um, you know, we're, we're all one big happy family, as it were. Uh, so we help each other out where we can. And the retail store 
has a lot of people going by. And so what they do during Music Fest is they set up tables out in front of the store and they feature um, certain cigars. And as people come by, they can just buy a cigar. And, um, and of course, the people will also go into the store if they want to get more than one cigar or two. Um, so I'm going to give them a hand. I'll be down there and uh, answering questions, helping people pick out a cigar that they'll like. And hello, Buck, Patrick, and David. Um, but yeah, uh, David, it is true. Um, there's a lot of places that were affected by shutdowns. My hometown, uh, Cohoes, New York, which is about 10 miles north of Albany. Um, it's right at the confluence of the uh, Mohawk and Hudson Rivers. And uh, because of that, um, with the Hudson River flowing by quite strongly, because uh, it starts um, in the Adirondacks, a lake in the Adirondacks is the source of um, of the Hudson. And then, of course, with the Adirondack Mountains, there's a lot of runoff in the spring. So by the time it comes down uh, to the Albany area, it's, uh, it's pretty wide and it's got a pretty strong uh, water flow. Um, in fact, there's a waterfall uh, just about a quarter of a mile north of where Cahoe's factories used to be. In the 1800s, uh, they were known primarily for making textiles. Uh, at, at the, in the 1860s, they made about a third of all the textiles that were uh, being used in the UK. They also were heavily involved in uh, making cloth for Union uh, soldiers during the Civil War. And um, they did it because the river provided water power uh, to the factories to run the machines. Um, and then, of course, we started getting cheaper clothing from overseas. And um, the factories shut down. And they tried a number of things to revitalize it. Uh, Tahoe's is still a nice little city because it's only got about 20, 25,000 people. Um, but they've tried a number of things and they really haven't been able to uh, bring the juice back as it were. Um, if they can ever figure out how to bring an industry into uh, the town, it'll be, uh, I'm sure it'll, it'll bounce back really well. Um, David says he remembers seeing those old factories years ago when he was in and around Albany. Yeah, in fact, if you go to the um, State Museum uh, in Albany, uh, the New York State Museum has a lot of really neat uh, things. They they have gem and mineral um, uh, displays uh, there, along with a lot of the history 
of New York State, uh, a lot of the, about the Native Americans uh, who populated the Mohawk River Valley and the Hudson River Valley. Um, but one of the things they have is the Cohoes Mastodon. Uh, when they were digging the foundations for the Cohoes uh, textile mills, uh, they came across a, a pretty much intact mastodon uh, skeleton, and it um, it has been reassembled and uh, is on display in the New York State Museum. And right alongside it, they uh, have built a mock-up of what the critter would have looked like, um, very furry, shaggy, elephant-like creature and um and so that that's that's a town that has history too but uh did not have the the bounce back that uh bethlehem and pittsburgh have had uh so anyway um i had to bring that up because music fest is always a uh, is always one of those uh good and bad uh, situations it's good because it brings a lot of people to bethlehem uh the businesses do really well for a week and a half um in fact a lot of places in bethlehem but especially the restaurants um where you normally don't break even for the year and start really making money until the late third quarter, fourth quarter of the year, uh, because of Music Fest, a lot of the eateries and all uh, can see themselves in the black uh, before the end of August. And so um, it, it's a wonderful thing, but having to hike six blocks uh, to get home uh, after work just uh, is not the most enjoyable thing. Plus, it means, you know, adding another 15 minutes onto the morning for the amount of time I'm going to have to spend walking to my car. We also have a guest staying with us this week. Her name is Jenny. Um, she only weighs 60 pounds. Uh, I mean, um, but then again, when you consider she's a German shepherd, that that's about right. And um, so you have a 60-pound German Shepherd and you have six-pound Spike. And Spike just kind of freezes when she comes by. She She's a happy, uh, Jenny is a big, happy, doofy dog. She, she has no idea of her body image. She uh, will walk through the living room and she'll whack 10 different things with her tail. Um, and she loves to jump on people, which of course is discouraged. And if it happens with me, I'm probably going on my butt because I don't have that kind of balance anymore. Um, but uh, she's staying with us for the week. And um, so, you know, Spike will just kind of freeze and just stay in one spot. And Jenny will come over and wants to make friends and sniffs and everything. And he wants nothing to do with big dog. 
Um, and so, you know, no, no barking at, at Jenny or anything like that. It's just indifferent and probably a little afraid. So uh, Gretchen sat on the floor. Jenny's walking around. So Spike runs right over and jumps in her lap because, you know, he just doesn't want to be around the big dog. So Jenny comes over and starts sniffing him, even though Gretchen's holding him. And again, he just freezes. But then Jenny starts to sniff Gretchen. And little six-pound spike starts with, Arr! and it, it, it flipped me out. And um, Jenny's owner, who was one of Gretchen's daughters, uh, was standing there. And he, she said, he's protecting you. He's, he's saying, that's my mom. Keep away. So it's funny uh, how loyal well, those little critters can be. Um, so anyway, that's enough about, about that stuff. So let's uh, take a look at what's happening on PNC this week. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you a bit more about some of the, um, the neat things that we're talking about because I've, I've got uh, so many plans here. So here's what's happening on Pipes and Cigars this week. Number one is the Grill and Chill Mix and Mash, a mix and match. Um, it's only $79.99. You get to pick a pipe, you get to pick a pouch, and you get eight ounces of your favorite lane bulk. Um, and these pipes are, we're not talking about, you know, uh, basket pipes. Uh, the pipe you see there is a Viking pipe and the retail of the Viking pipe is approximately the same as the price of the mix and match. So fundamentally, you can uh, buy a new pipe, and it's not just Viking. There are really nice pipes in there. You pick one, and then uh, you pick a leather pouch, and then you pick eight ounces of your favorite Lane tobacco, all for $79.99. That's one heck of a nice uh, mix-and-match combo for Less than you would pay for most of the bigger brand pipes. Um, you get a really well-made pipe um, and a leather pouch and, and some tobacco. I mean, you, you, it's kind of hard to beat. Um, and our Christmas in July still going on over 40 items at prices up to 70% off. Some of them are overstocks. Some of them are one the items that we, we discontinued uh, and are closing out. And uh, some of them are just ones that we got great buys on. Uh, so we're able to slash the prices. So um, there's something for every pipe smoker in there. And uh, I believe there are some cigars in there too for those of you who are cigar smokers as well. Um, you want to take advantage of that because 
this is the end of the cycle, obviously. We're in August, so the Christmas in July won't be with us too much longer. And then uh, all Hearth and Home Marquee tobaccos are 15% off right now. And they include some of our best sellers, including Black House, White Knight, Magnum, Fusilers Ration that you see there. But it also includes blends like Viprati and El Nino um, that have a steady, loyal following. So uh, if you're a fan of any of these tobaccos, um, it's your opportunity to stock up and, uh, and put a few on the shelf. Um, especially the Latakia blends, because there are a lot of people who go to uh, lighter flavored blends during the warm weather, but uh, as the weather cools, they start moving toward the, the more robust, deeper flavored tobaccos. And that's when the Latakia blends really uh, start selling more heavily. Uh, so you can beat the rush, grab some, save 15%. Stock yourself up so when fall hits, you can go out there with a nice Latakia blend and light up uh, while watching the colors change. And then uh, we have a buy more, save more on Smoker's Pride. And uh, this is a really great deal. I mean, these tobaccos are our number one selling um, uh, mainstream uh, line of tobaccos. These are the the ones that you used to see uh, a lot in drug stores, um, uh, they're, they're your over-the-counter aromatics uh, that are very affordable. And um, they, they always did well on PNC, but in the last six, eight years, uh, Smoker's Pride has taken off to the point where now they're our number one uh, selling uh, value-priced uh, aromatic pipe tobaccos. And so a lot of people smoke nothing but these blends. And if you're one of those folks, um, the more of them you say, uh, buy, the, the more you save. And I believe it's four or more bags uh, brings it down to $13.49 a bag which is just a little over a dollar an ounce uh, for um, very consistent and very popular um, aromatic blends. You know, if, if you're the over-the-counter blend uh, fan, uh, you definitely don't want to miss out on this particular promotion. And then the pipe of the week this week is the Peterson Aaron Rusticated, which has that, I, I call it carved rock look. Um, very rough uh, rustication. Uh, it's, uh, they're already one of the most affordable pipes Peterson sells. And uh, the reason's obvious, they can, they can take a, a piece of briar that, maybe doesn't have much in the way of grain, or maybe it's got a couple of flaws on the outside and you rusticate it and the grain or the flaw just disappear. So um, they're affordable. And uh, what we're doing uh, for uh, this week 
is uh, if you purchase an Aaron rusticated pipe uh, for $5 more, you get a $20 value PNC pipe lighter with a, a built-in tamper, uh, side firing flame, uh, and you get that for just five bucks when you buy a, an Aaron rusticated pipe. And then Borkham Riff is 15% off all pouches and cans. Um, and of course, there's a tremendous number of Borkham Riff fans out there. Um, so it, again, 15% off. Here's your opportunity to uh, fill in some gaps in that uh, tobacco shelf of yours. Uh, grab some uh, so that you're you're ready for uh, sitting out on the porch and enjoying. Uh, the the rest of the warm weather and the beginning of the cooler um and this week's tobacco of the week is one of my blend kits it's russ's summer splash um it's a three-part blend uh you get shipped the three tobaccos you blend it at home and this is an aromatic that has um berry and stone fruit notes so uh, if you like a nice, smooth, um, not overly sweet uh, aromatic tobacco uh, that, that burns nice and slow, uh, you can pick up uh, the Summer Splash Blend Kit at a discount for this week. And now we're into August, so we have a new monthly deal. And that monthly deal is... Um, a bonus with McMarron tins. So no matter what McMarron tin you purchase, whether it's the classic series, whether it's the uh, seven C's or uh, the HH series, um, all you have to do is add a buck to the price and you get your tobacco and a Rockwell binge pipe tool, and it's one for every tin. So if you buy three tins, you can get three pipe tools. These are nice, compact little tools if you haven't seen them. Um, they have a smaller head, so it makes it great for those of you who have uh, some small chambered pipes that you, you find that your favorite tampers don't want to get down to, to the lower part of the chamber. Um, it's small. This is small enough to get in there. It has a shield on the outside that swings out to be your scraper. And it has a swing out pick and built in just below the tamper head, <coughs> excuse me, is a bottle opener. And also uh, in the swing out section is a corkscrew. Um, and when you can pick these up, for around the price of a check tool, um, and you want to buy a few tins of McMarron, grab one for every tin, um, because then you can keep one in your smoking area, one in your pocket, one in the car, because let's face it, we know we all lose these things. So um, that's August monthly deal, and uh, you have... Uh, just about four weeks left uh, to take advantage. And then my cigar clippings for the week. 
why you should have at least three cigar lighters. I have more lighters of all types than you can possibly imagine. If I'm telling you that somewhere in this house, I have, well, between the house and car, I have probably 50 refillable lighters. And it's because every time I attend a cigar event, they give away lighters. And um, every time a manufacturer comes out with a new cigar, they'll send lighters around to us. And so I've got all types of lighters. I've got torch lighters and I've got pipe lighters. And um, it, it, it's nice to have them around. And let's face it, one of the biggest problems with uh, lighters, especially torch lighters, is they have a high failure rate. They don't last that long. Um, so it's always good to have a bunch of them around. But here's why you should have at least three cigar lighters for any regular cigar that has a standard foot so i'm not talking about torpedo or um, perfectos where the foot comes to a point or anything like that I'm talking about just straight feet um i always toast the foot with a triple torch flame uh, I, I might use a four, a quad flame, but I don't have too many of those. I probably only have a couple. Uh, I, I use a three flame torch lighter because then I can hold the cigar, hold the lighter, and very quickly by rotating, I can toast the foot before I take a puff. And the triple torch works best because having that wide hot flame when it hits the foot of the cigar it wraps around a little bit and so what it does is it makes sure that not only the filler tobacco is toasted but it also chars the edge of the wrapper and that's important because if you only toast the filler and light your cigar the cigar can tunnel meaning that it'll burn the filler, but it doesn't do much to the wrapper or binder. And then they just wrinkle up. And when that happens, the cigar becomes a furnace. I mean, you've never smoked a hotter cigar than one that's tunneling. So um, that's why I have a triple torch. You're going to get some cigars that are going to burn kind of wonky. They're going to they're going to shift uh, and, and maybe canoe so it burns down one side more than the other. And that's where I want to use a single torch lighter because when the burn's a little uneven, if I need to touch up the wrapper, I want good control of that flame. And so a single torch makes it simple. If you try to do it with a triple torch, you're probably going to burn parts of the wrapper that you don't want to. So that's why I have the single torch. And then I always have a soft flame lighter around. Of course, I've got my pipe lighter on me all the time, and that's a soft flame lighter. And I prefer to light the cigar when I'm puffing on it with a soft flame. 
the wider flame uh, makes it easier to get an even light. And the cooler the flame you use, the better the flavor of the cigar is going to be, at least for those initial puffs. Because when you light with a torch lighter, the first few puffs have kind of an ashy taste. And that's because you used a 1700 degree flame uh, to ignite the foot of your cigar. If you use a soft flame, it's only 600 degrees or so. Uh, and it's, it's much better. It develops the flavors better. And so that is what we have uh, on PNC this week. I'm glad I'm finally through that. Um, Buck says uh, he needs to upgrade. He only uses he's only used Bic lighters for years. Hey, look, I, I I still will use a Bic lighter if that's what happens to be nearby. Um, I like using a dedicated pipe lighter for pipes, just to get my fingers the hell out of the way of the flame. You know, I don't know how many times with a Bic lighter. Um, that I'll get a bit of a breeze and the flame blows back and licks my thumb or fingers. Um, it's uncomfortable. Beside that, when you light a pipe, you need the flame for a longer period of time. And uh, so that metal shield around the flame jet uh, gets quite hot. And if you don't think about it and you're done with the lighter, and you run your thumb across that that shield, you're going to wind up. Uh, sorry, I I need I need to do something. Uh, answer a uh, a question. Ah, emergencies. Anyway, um, so uh, so what I want to talk about this week. Uh, in particular, is um, accessories. Uh, we're, we're doing planning. Uh, I'm, I'm working right now 18 months to two years ahead uh, when it comes to uh, planning um, new products for PNC. And I really do um, love that aspect of my job. It, it is uh, along with going to pipe shows, it is easily my uh, favorite part of my job. And we're working on some ideas to be able to do some new stuff, um, doing some new stuff with tobaccos. Uh, I have some ideas and, uh, and we've got to talk to a bunch of people to see what we can do and what we can't do. But I am I am uh, working on new stuff all the time. And one of the areas that's most frustrating is accessories. I can do really well um, with um, I can do really well with pouches. I, I, the, the factories have a number of stock items that you can modify and customize and, and that sort of thing. So we can always have a huge selection uh, of, um, of pouches and bags for, for uh, pipe smokers. 
the area that's frustrating is pipe tools because you know it's check tools pipe nails um the the metal tools and uh the wood clad tools and all it's the same stuff over and over and over again acrylic tampers and then you have the really nice tampers but those are ones you don't want to use all the time uh, maybe you keep them at home in your smoking area near your ashtray um because you don't want to carry it around it's too nice you don't want to you don't want to hurt it I like variety in pipe tools. Um, I have a pipe tool that has a concave bottom. And so I like that one uh, when I'm smoking um, ribbon tobaccos because I like to tamp around the edge rather than the center. And so with that curved, that convex uh, concave bottom, uh, I can I can go around the edge and push the tobacco toward the center. Um, and then I have smaller headed tampers, larger headed tampers, decorative ones and uh, ones I never use because they're too pretty. Um, and then in my in my pocket, I, I've always got a check tool or a pipe now. Um, so I'm going to open it up on the accessory side for your thoughts. Is there um, an idea you've had for a pipe tool that uh, you'd love to see made? Maybe it's possible. Um, are there features that you would like to see? Uh, so I, I really want your feedback here. Um, because I want to uh, work on uh, creating some new stuff. Buck says he can't find the uh, new BIC extended flame lighters. Uh, you know what, what you can get if, if you're really looking for something along that line is uh, go to Amazon and search um, gooseneck lighters. Um, and uh, they, they look like a regular lighter, but they have a short gooseneck that pulls out where the flame is. And so you can bend it and, and they still have issues. Uh, I'm not a huge fan, but if that's the kind of thing you're looking for, um, take a look at that one, one kind of lighter I am looking, uh, to try to, uh, supply is a windproof electric lighter. Um, you've seen the arc lighters out there, um, but a lot of them are just made for cigarettes because the arc is contained in a little chimney and you can get a cigarette in there. You might be able to get like a Corona or a Cigarillo in there, but you can't get that into a pipe. So I'm looking for arc lighters that um, that can light a pipe and uh, the reasons I want to do it are fairly obvious it truly is windproof you can't blow out uh, an arc um, well maybe you can but you, you need like 100 mile an hour wind um, but not only that you don't have to carry fuel around with you because if I can find the right kind of lighter to do the job um, you can recharge it with 
your phone charger, you can recharge it in the car. You can uh, recharge it off a, bat a power bank. So um, it's a lot easier to carry fuel with you uh, because all you have to do is stick a power bank in your pocket and, or, or keep one in your car or whatever. And you can fuel up your lighter in a relatively short period of time. Um, and they're just a touch safer because everything's contained. Um, what are your thoughts on the Zippo pipe lighter? Does fuel alter the flavor of a pipe like it, it will with a cigar? Well, there are a few things, Aaron, uh, with uh, Zippo lighters. Uh, number one is when you light the lighter, you got to let it burn for a few seconds before you apply it to anything. Um, whether you're lighting a pipe or whether you're lighting a cigar, you want to let it burn off for a couple of seconds because um, the, the first few seconds of the burn are sooty. And so you want to let that burn off. Once a few seconds have gone by, it shouldn't have a big impact on the flavor, but that will depend on the fuel you're using. If you're using Ronsonol or the inexpensive fuels that they sell on a bodega, uh, or if um, you're using um, the old Zippo fluid, yeah, you're going to get flavor from it. It's because those were made of naphthalene. And naphthalene uh, is a petroleum distillate with a distinct aroma. Um, again, if you let it burn off for a few seconds, it's not that bad. And it's only there for a few puffs. Uh, but if you buy the new Zippo fuel, which I believe is the one that has the blue flame on the can, um, if you use that fuel, it's much lower odor because it's made of a, a distillate of petroleum or, um, I'm sorry, paraffin. And so, um, it has a bit of an odor, but it's very subdued. So if you only use the, um, the newer, uh, Zippo fuel, you shouldn't have as much of an issue with, uh, flavor. The uh, the thing I, I I will tell you though is if you've been using the um, the naphthalene based fuel and you're going to switch to the new uh, Zippo fuel, I would buy a new uh, wick and replace the wick because that wick is saturated with the old fuel and it may take a while for that odor to burn off. Well, Randy, they're all black label now. The old fuel, I believe, is a black can with a red flame. And the new fuel is a black can with a blue flame. Um, Aaron wants a, uh, a lighter with a tamper built in. Well, we have a lot of those, actually. Uh, just about all of the, the PNC, the Barrachini Viking lighters, the Bengal slices, all have tampers built in. Either they're a pullout on the bottom that you can just tamp while holding the, the lighter, uh, or some of them have swing out tools. So check out our pipe lighters. We've got a bunch with tampers. Um, a pouch that fits in a shirt pocket would be great. 
I measured a shirt pocket five by four inches would be perfect. Um, but take a look at, um, at Viking, Barrachini, and Stanwell, and take a look at the box pouches. Uh, the box pouches are only about five inches long, and they're probably about three and a half inches tall. Uh, but the thing about the box pouches is you snap open the lid, and the sides are pleated. So a, um, a box pouch, when you open it up, you pull the, the front of the tobacco compartment forward, and you've got a nice, big, wide-open area to get your bowl down into so you can load the pipe. Um, so take a look at box pouches. Uh, that, that might just be what you want, Buck. Um, David says arc plus pressurized air equals a plasma cutter. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, David, I'm, I'm working on it. One of the problems is that almost all of the arc lighters have a guard uh, on either side of the... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? The filament uh, that causes the arc. Um, they have a shield. And because that shield extends above where the arc is, it means that you can't really get it down to the tobacco, which you would need. Uh, but I've got a lot of sources, so I'm working on it. Um, and Aaron says, Timu has uh, rechargeable plasma lighters. Everybody's got them. Um, they're really the best thing for, for lighting your grill. They have long ones. And they really are the best thing because you don't have to worry about looking in there to see if uh, your lighter or your, your long match still has a flame when you're going to light. Um, with the arc lighter, you don't have to worry about it. Uh, you can hear it. Uh, when, you, when you light it, you'll hear that crack of the, uh, of the arc. So you know that uh, it's lighting. Um, tamper with a larger diameter head. Okay. Um, that's definitely something we can look into. Um, you know, a, when we get complaints about tamper heads, it's almost always that they're too big. Um, but, um, but yeah, there are a lot of people who... Uh, only smoke larger chambered pipes and want that big tamper. And uh, I can certainly uh, check into that. It shouldn't be, uh, shouldn't be very difficult. Uh, so again, uh, the floor is open for anything that, uh, anything that uh, you have in mind that you think would be a great um, pipe tool. Unfortunately, um, the way things always seem to work is that I, I'll get people who need an answer, uh, right away to a bunch of questions. And I'm sorry, don't mean to interrupt. Um, so anyway, um, any other ideas that you have, roll them out. Um, on the pipe side, we have a, a number of pipes coming out. And next year, 
is uh, PNC's 25th anniversary. This company was founded in 1999, operating out of an 8x10 room in the retail store of uh, Habana Premium Cigar Shop uh, in Albany, New York. And um, when the store moved into their own building, uh, PNC moved with it. Um, we relatively quickly grew out of that space. And um, we had to move to a warehouse. We did that for a few years. And then um, we, um, we've, uh, we moved into that warehouse and were there for uh, a few years and then moved back into uh, a large area in the new retail store. Anyway, uh, we were founded uh, there and, um, and operated until 10 years ago there. And then we were purchased by um, Cigars International and moved our operation down here. And I came with the operation. Um, you know, it was, it was kind of the baker's dozen deal. You know, you, you buy a dozen donuts and they give you one free. So they bought the company and they got me free. But uh, anyway, um, for the last 10 years, we've been in a very large warehouse and now it's even larger. We've added 100,000 square feet and most of our items are now picked by machine. Uh, when an order goes through, um, we have robots that uh, grab a bin and um, put the bin on a conveyor and the conveyor goes to the people who fill the orders. So now instead of taking a cart and walking around the entire warehouse to fill an order, um, the products come to them. They stay in one place. The bin comes by, they grab what they need, put it in the box, then move on from there, and they push the bin out of the way. The next bin shows up, and in no time, they've got their boxes filled. Uh, it's all automated. It's, it's incredible. The technology is outstanding and it's only getting better so and let's get back to your ideas david says something similar to the rockwell but slightly larger and with a hardened and tough sort of like a pry bar for popping stubborn tins oh, i like that idea yeah we could come up with something that would be it could be dual purpose. We could put something on there that would uh, also be usable as a uh, straight screwdriver. I like that idea. Thank you, David. Oh, I got to make a note on that one. Um, maybe a line of clothes that are non-flammable and have pockets designed for pipe smokers. All my shirts have burn holes. Um, yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, uh, that that is that is a big issue, 
Um, I would recommend asbestos clothing, but somehow I have a feeling that's not very healthy. Um, but yeah, I, any pipe smoker's got a, a bunch of shirts with holes. It's it's hard to avoid. Um, David says, um, your 25th and of course 40th, the, um, the core group from um, Richmond, Virginia will be uh, 40 years old next year. And um, it looks pretty good for having a show down there next year so they can celebrate their 40th and it'll be our 25th. And guess what? It's also my 20th uh, with PNC. So PNC was only in operation for five years when I joined the team. Um, and now I'm the only, uh, one of the original group, um, uh, still with the company. Um, uh, but, uh, let's see, maybe a version of a pocket protector made of leather or Nomex. Um, I can look into that. I, 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 I mean, the, the leather company that I work with can do anything. They, um, the Norman Rockwell pipe will be coming out shortly. It's a, uh, it's a smallish, uh, bold billiard, um, that originally is five and a half inches long, but back in the fifties, the forties, the sixties, a lot of pipes um, had thin shanks. They had relatively small bowls by today's standards, um, but they were they were long. And so we took the Stanwell 107 and extended it to six inches for the Norman Rockwell pipe. And if you look at it and hold it up next to uh, Rockwell's triple self-portrait, it looks very much like the pipe that he has uh, in the portrait. <clears throat> and it, it's coming in smooth and sandblast, and it has his signature, his actual signature, not the one that he put on the paintings, on the shank. Um, but it's a Stanwell pipe, nickel band. And the, uh, the Indian company that I work with, um, Instead of making boxes for that pipe, we thought it would be really nice to package the pipes in a black leather pouch. So you get a zippered black leather pouch with Norman Rockwell by Stanwell stamped on the outside rather than a box that you're going to throw away. Uh, this pouch you'll keep because if you want to carry that pipe with you while you're traveling or you're in the car, you can put it back in its pouch and protect it from scratches and everything else. Um, David said that the prototype um, that I showed last week looked great for anybody who missed it. I do have it here. Uh, this is the Norman Rockwell by Stanwell. And um, you can see the nickel band. Um, it is definitely a traditional billiard. 
it's not it's not a super small bowl, but by today's standards, it's smaller. Uh, the shank is nice and thin, which I really like, but it's thick enough to properly balance the bowl. Sometimes you get a real thin shank and the bowl's too large and it feels really awkward and it wants to twist. Um, but that's not true with this pipe. And um, I don't know if we can see the signature or not. No, we're 720p right now with the camera. So it can't pick up that fine detail. Uh, when I finally get everything straightened out and I can start doing this in 1080p, um, you'll be able to see all of those little details. But uh, let me let me just find one thing and take care of that, and then we can um, we can move on. Okay. All right. All right. So anyway, I'm sorry about that. Um, maybe a belt pouch that will handle a pipe lighter and tamper for when wearing a pocketless shirt. Uh, those already exist, Buck. They're called fanny packs. Although maybe we can design something that's a little bit more like that. I mean, we can get a shoulder bag. Um, but we could come up with something for the belt. I'll have to sit down and, and play around with the design, but uh, it, that definitely could be done. Um, just too many things going on right now. Okay. All right. So anyway, um, yeah, I, I think I do... Um, I do think that uh, that's going to work out. But what I wanted to tell you about the PNC's 25th is that um, we're having Stanwell make a pipe exclusively for PNC. Uh, the PNC 25th anniversary Stanwell pipe comes in two shapes. Um, one is kind of a... Uh, a tall bent brandy and uh, the other one is um why why is my memory failing me here the um it, the well it's kind of an egg too the the bent one is the uh 403 which is a tall egg or brandy um with a flared shank that that's the um that's the uh, bent shape and then the smooth shape is going to be the number 56 which is a liverpool which means it has a long shank and a short stem uh, billiard style and um so those are going to be the two shapes and um, they're going to come in black with a silver band because it's 25th anniversary and a gray pearl stem. And, um, and we're working on the packaging, but I think it's going to come in a really neat looking presentation box 
So that will come out sometime next year, and we're really looking forward to that. Uh, it'll be the first time that uh, PNC uh, has worked with Stanwell directly to uh, to make a pipe for us. So uh, I'm I'm excited about it, and uh, uh, I'm looking forward to to seeing those when they arrive. Anyway, it's been crazy. Uh, sorry for the interruptions, uh, but you've given me some really good ideas to start with. And normally the way it works is as I'm working on ideas that you folks give me, other ideas will come to mind. So it's not just the initial idea. It, it can create a whole chain of events. So uh, I'm looking forward to all of that. Of course, if you're watching this on delay, um, you can still leave a comment. Uh, please do. If you've got a question or um, anything, any kind of feedback, just leave it in the comment section. I do see it during the week. And uh, I'll reply if, uh, if you need a response. Um, also, you can now get this uh, anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, our social media folks have uh, taken the audio portion and turned it into a podcast. And you can look for it as PNC's Talking Tobacco. Um, uh, for sure, you can find it on Apple Music and Spotify, but I've also found it on a number of uh, smaller platforms uh, for podcasts. So you can, you can listen to us in the car, uh, while you're walking the dog, uh, any place that, uh, you, uh, can uh, connect to the internet and, uh, and, uh, listen to podcasts. Uh, so, uh, working on a bunch of stuff on this side of it too, uh, more social media, more videos, uh, a lot of things. So we're working on it coming soon. Um, and, uh, and who knows, maybe the idea that you threw out today is going to come to fruition sometime next year. And if it's the case, I'm going to, um, I'm going to make note of who suggested what. And if we do, um, decide to, uh, make what you're talking about, um, I will make sure that we send you uh, the first one as uh, our gift for the idea. And so um, that's enough out of me for this week. Uh, I do appreciate you all uh, taking an hour out of your week to listen uh, to my ramblings. Uh, and I will be back uh, again next week. Um, I'm hoping before the end of the month, we will start our series probably once a month um, with Kane. And Kane is our new uh, email uh, person. He's, uh, he writes uh, the emails and helps select the deals and he uh, sets up the emails to go out on time and all. And um, he is a longtime cigar smoker. Uh, he's relatively new to pipes, although he's not inexperienced. But 
he has a lot of questions that pipe smokers who are newer to the game will have. And maybe they're questions that you have too, but you never thought of asking. So we're going to start. We'll pick a topic for the week. And I'm not going to have anything scripted. And Kane will ask the questions. And I will answer the questions the best I can. And, uh, and then, you know, he may follow up or come up with a different question. But I think the feedback is going to be good for everybody. Because um, not knowing everything, uh, he'll have questions that, you know, wouldn't occur to me to address. So um, we're going to do that. And I, I hope to start it this week or this month. If um, sometimes we're going to do it remotely, so um, because he comes into the office once a week because he's in Jersey. And um, so some of it will be remote. I'll be at home and he'll, he'll be at his home and we'll hook up for this. But um, when we can, when we can arrange it, and um, Cole can come, uh, or King can come in on a um, on a Thursday. Uh, we'll have him meet at the me at the photography studio at our old building, and um, then we can sit there and not only have face to face conversation, but we can smoke in that building, and. Um, and we can have a professional videographer there uh, to capture everything and to also produce the the show for the day, which is great because sometimes I get lost uh, with the uh, buttons and switches and technology. Uh, so anyway, that's enough for this week. Um, thanks again. I'm Russ Willett from pipesandcigars.com. Thanks for watching.